Welcome to Demystifying Gay Porn. My name is Ike Grande, and if you watch gay porn, I've definitely helped you get off. And so has my guest this week. Uh, he's been on the podcast once before. He is multi-talented, international porn star who is ready for a couple of awards. Please welcome Dylan Diaz. Hey, thanks for having <laughs> me back. This I know, so I know. Exciting to see you again. It's good to be. It's good to be in person. It is. It yeah. is. It's nice to be able to do things in person. Even again. though we're kind of like keeping. Still this, <laughs> I mean, this is feet. the six. You know, this. I feel like it's at least six feet. Yeah, right? I, I I like when there's whenever there's like a place that we come and stay at, and there's a huge couch because it just it makes it more comfortable. Like we can sit down, we can relax. Yeah, as opposed to like not having um, something on your back, like the support. Because I'm getting there. You know, I'm fucking 40. <laughs> same here. Really? I'm soon to be 45. Yeah, so yeah. we're did in the I, same boat. Did I walk into a conversation about uh, somebody getting switched out or something like that? <laughs> we ain't going to do that. No, we're not going there. <laughs> um, so what's up? How have you been? I've been good. Yeah. Things have been really interesting, you know, over the past couple of years since the last time we spoke. A mm. lot has happened. For everyone, but also in yeah. my, you know, personal life as well. But it's been a lot of fun. How is Vegas treating you? I'm very happy in Vegas. Yeah. Really happy in Vegas. I mean, you got to understand that it's really just a big, small town. Mm -hmm. You know, the Strip is the biggest thing we've got. And once you walk away from the Strip, it's like any other small town across America. But it's still relatively diverse and more affordable than New York, which is where I'm from. Mm -hmm. So I wore this in your honor. Thank you for because I, we're from the East Coast. I'm not wearing one today, but if I wear a cap, it yeah. is still a New York team. Really? I don't okay. care where I'm at, yeah. it's just gonna be a New York team. Yeah. The more I come to Vegas and the more I I I really like the atmosphere here. I really like mm -hmm. except for your Times Square here. Mm -hmm. The last time I was here I went to Area fifty one mm -hmm. uh and the drive up there was absolutely beautiful. And yeah. that kind of there is something I don't know if it's um you grew up in New York. Mm -hmm. I grew I up in West New York, but that's in New Jersey. West New York, New Jersey. That's what they called it. And um, you can get on a subway. You can get on a, a bus and be in New York in 10 minutes. So it, it felt, it was like a little city. But I don't know if it's that, but there's something very attractive about, I don't know, uh, getting a camper or like an RV and just mm. like hanging out somewhere yeah. where all you see is stars and a whole bunch of shit. Like there's, there's something about it that I absolutely enjoy. Just getting in your car and going until you don't want to go anymore. Yeah. And just yeah, see yeah. what's there. Yeah. Yeah. We, we kind of, we talked a little bit about where your introduction was a little about, uh, not winning awards. It was just award <laughs> season. What the fuck? Well, we still have a couple coming up. Oh, right. right yeah. Right. Okay. So, I mean, well, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed, but I'm not going to hold my breath. How okay. about that? Yeah. Um, you know, I've been nominated. I've been around for about five years now, and I've been nominated for lots of awards, and I'm grateful for that. It's been a wonderful experience. I've had great um, experiences with different studios and directors and performers. I've had a lot of fun. I've been challenged uh, with some of the scripts that I've been given, and I've been nominated, and it's been great. I get all excited, and I go to the show, and, you know, you, for the past couple of years, they've been on, on the sofa. So I'll get on the sofa and watch the show and, <laughs> you know, kind of leave a little bit disappointed. Like, oh, well, I guess it wasn't my time. And I'm getting tired of being yeah. nice about it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm getting a little tired of just smiling and clapping for the, you know, the, 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 the person who walked away with it. I'm like, that was mine. Yeah. <laughs> that was really mine. <laughs> yeah. And you've been doing, you've been stepping outside of just gay porn. You've been doing, well, the last time I spoke to you, you were doing bi porn, but I think I saw you, oh my God, I saw you doing uh, a scene 
with this straight i watch a lot of straight porn mm-hmm. you were in it it was like a cuck scene and his name is oliver flynn yes was he a nice guy he's a super nice guy oh, awesome yeah. that makes me feel so good because i was like dude i've totally jerked off to this guy so many fucking he's really hot yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. yeah i was watching that scene you know right there in the front row yeah basically, and i'm like i kind of want to jerk off yeah. but that's not in the script so <laughs> so that i'm not be, going to yeah that would be kind of cool though i yeah. mean if it's bi, well, no, it wasn't necessarily bi. It was just a cuck, right? Yeah, that one was more of like a cuck situation. Okay. Um, but I've definitely done some, like, um, they're flirting with the idea of bi, where there's two guys in the room, but we're not doing a whole lot together. Just like looking at each other. Yeah, there. there might be a little contact, but it's not like a full on sort of like we're giving each other blowjobs yeah. or things like yeah. that. Um, like friendly fire or oops, I touched you. Right. <laughs> kind of like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's okay. No yeah. more. Red legs touched. Oh. Our dick's touched. Okay. You know what? I don't know if you find this really hot, but sometimes, um, well, I, I also want to get into the idea of like bisexual porn in general. Like, are you, you're attracted to women? You know, I had my first experience with a woman on set at work. Okay. And I thought to myself, wow, this is great. I've been missing out on women for my entire life, basically, because mm-hmm. I just identified as a gay man. Um, and then after having that experience with the woman, I was like, oh, this is, I might be able to do this more. Um, and it's kind of stayed on my, you know, professionally, like I enjoy doing it. I enjoy it for work, but mm-hmm. in my personal life, I'm very happy with the man that I'm with. So, okay. um, but yeah. What, what was the question? Well, I, that came up, but, um, well, now I can't remember. <laughs> this is what happens after we started four. talking about women, and I got distracted <laughs> after forty. This is what happens. I'm sorry, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. Everything's fine. Everything's working. I can still do shit, like put my leg up and stuff. But um, I'm impressed because I can't. <laughs> Never could. In regard to the the gay porn, or I'm sorry, the bi porn. Do you get people that question whether or not you're erasing your gayness by doing or having sex with women? I get a uh, you know a decent amount of flack for that from the gay community. Um, they don't really like seeing me step away from being gay, you know. And I, it, it kind of confuses me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, we come from a marginalized community, mm-hmm. and we've had to like fight through that, fight for equality, fight for our rights to just do the things that everyone else can do without having to fight for it. Mm-hmm. And now sometimes I feel like they are trying to limit my further growth. I'm like, hello. It's another marginalized community. Yep. Why can't you understand this struggle? I mean, you don't have to participate mm-hmm. in it. You don't have to watch it. If it's not your thing, that's okay. Yeah, I think... But it, don't, you know, get on me for trying for enjoying it. It's very... And I don't want to get into that because mm-hmm. it's a really big I know. Like, topic. But I, know. It's, I think it's a lot of it is linked to uh, trans porn, too. I, I'm, there's a correlation. And I won't get into it now. And I'm I'm an... I'm an I'm an asshole for bringing it up and not yeah. getting into it. But there's I mean, more about you that I'd like to know. The thing is, is that there's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. And Especially with, in my catalog, there's something for everybody. And if you like something, then there's going to be more of it. If you don't like it, don't watch that. Yeah. Watch something else. What other studios have you, because you've expanded into other studios since I've spoken to you. Gosh. Yeah. I mean, so many. Have you been on Adele Time yet? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, Adele Time Disruptive. Um, yes. Devil's Films, Biphoria, La Cinema. I mean, there's so many. Of course, Falcon. I've always yeah. have uh, you know a lot of respect for the product that Falcon puts out. Um, so many studios of the new studios. Okay, 
So there's gay porn studios, and then I'm assuming that some of these, um, like Adult Time, I don't think it's owned by a gay a gay person. I don't know who owns it, mm. but you know, it's it's um, they do more of like taboo sort of situations. Okay. I was going to ask if it felt different coming from like a, a studio that's gay owned, as opposed to a studio that would be like straight owned or a woman or. Like if it ever feels different, you know, every studio is different, mm-hmm. regardless of what they're, you know, whether it's straight, bi, gay, um, trans, whatever they're doing, they're, it's it's different. It's almost hard to like. I mean, there's certain standards, but it feels different each mm-hmm. time. Um, a lot of the straights, uh, many of the straights uh, movies that I've been in were like they had higher budgets, and it showed like <laughs> in the way that we were. Um, treated and the way that we were prepared like we had i had a chart with my wardrobe on it we had uh, wow food catered yeah i was gonna say is it craft <laughs> services and it's stuff there's craft yeah. service but it's catered um wow but then i've also heard from guys who do straight porn that that's not really the norm so i don't know i think i've just had the opportunity to work on some really cool sets but yeah i'm always curious well i mean disruptive all the studios that you named i, I consider like big porn in yeah. a way, because they do have money. I don't know how they continue to make money, um, like surrounded by fan sites and surrounded by um, piraters, because yeah. I feel like straight porn gets pirated much more than gay porn. I could be wrong. Yeah. But, um, I feel like whenever you go on like torrent sites and stuff. Yeah. I don't know how that, um, how they get around that. But mm-hmm. what I think one of the, you know, the major distinctions for me when it comes to doing studio porn and like shooting content, obviously they're both um, doing great. They're, they're both lucrative. They're both mm-hmm. very popular. Um, but I feel like when you're doing something with the studio, you have to make it look like it's, it has to be polished. It has mm-hmm. to be beautiful. It has to be high budget. It has to have a great script. I mean, it's got to stand out because if it's just two people or a group of people having sex, you can get that on OnlyFans mm-hmm. or whatever, just, you know, on the fan sites. So I feel like now that it's on the studios to really elevate what they're putting out there. Cause otherwise, why do you think that creates kind of like a vacuum? Because, when when OnlyFans and when all the fan sites came out, I feel like there were studios. There was, <clears throat> I'll speak about it in gay porn because <clears throat> I don't really know a lot of straight porn studios that are similar, like similar to the like Raw Fuck Club or Treasure Island or something, where it almost feels like prosumer. It's not amateur, but it's like right in the middle. And then you have the studios that are in California. Mm-hmm. I know they exist in straight porn too, but. I feel like if everybody's upping it to this point, where are these people going to go? Are they going to go to OnlyFans? Because obviously they don't want, they don't like the really polished porn. Right. And I've, I've heard that complaint too. Oh, you know, it's not, um, it's too pretty. It's too this. And then even the people or the performers sometimes come back and they're like, Oh my God, fucking 12 hour shoots or eight hour shoots, two days, three days. I don't know. Like, how do you feel? How do you, when you go on the set, Right. You feel I'm assuming it feels really good to be pampered and stuff. Sure. Yeah. But when you go on a set and it's like an hour or two hours, like which one, like that's something that I tried to uh, trying to get more comfortable with. I am a studio boy. I like a 12 hour day. Give okay. me give me the, all those demands of that type of job. I'm good with that. OK. I love that. I, I love the creative process. I love I love the communication between the team trying to make it all work and, you know, let's shoot it again. Let's do it this way. Let's, OK, let's do that just the same way, but change it. Mm. I love that process. Okay. That's exciting to me. When I just, you know, show up for a, like a, I call them a hookup with a camera. Yeah. I'm like, um, 
I feel like I'm more awkward in those situations. Really? I am much more okay. awkward in those situations. But this year, starting you know in January 2022, I made it a point. I was like, all right, I have to get better at this because I want to be in control of my products. I want to be able to, uh, you know, present myself the way that I want to be presented. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to have more say, I want more control. Um, and it's been great working with the studios. I, I, uh, I've loved it. But I, at the, I'm at a point in my career where I want to do more. I think promotion-wise, studios are amazing because they you know that no matter what, they're going to put out the product that you're in and they're going to promote the shit out of it because they need to make their money back, right? Yeah. I think piggybacking on that and doing stuff on OnlyFans and stuff and putting up new scenes, there's there's definitely promotion models that can be followed mm-hmm. that are in music and TVs and, and movies um, that would be interesting to see how yeah. people do that, how people uh, navigate that. Well, working with all these you know, different people, I've, I've observed that everybody runs their business in a completely different mm. way. They promote themselves. No, there are no two people that do it exactly the same way. And so it, it lets me a little confused. I was like, okay, well then how do I do this? <laughs> if there's no formula, how do I do this? But then I realized you make it up. Okay. You do what works for you. How you do know? you, so you've gotten more, um, more focused on wanting to do or, or take control of your product or your content. Yeah. Um, how, how are you finding that? How difficult or how easy or like, does it, how does it fit for you? It's, it's getting better. Yeah. Yeah. When I first, you know, before, okay, like I said, I made this decision in 2022 that this is the year that I'm going to really focus on this. And since I really focused on it, it's gotten a lot easier. Okay. But before that, I would just do it here and there. And it made no sense to me. I was like, okay, I got this video and I'm going to go ahead and post it. But mm-hmm. that's about it. You know, now I, it's like it just, it's starting to, you know, fall into place. I think, with, well, with anything, the more practice you have with it, it gets easier to do. And also the more consistent you are, the more, you know, the people are going to respond to it. Mm-hmm. You know, before I was just doing it here and there and they're like, whatever. I was like, yeah, me too. Yeah, whatever. But <laughs> now I'm like, all right, trying to, you know, saturate. I was just going to ask you, I was like, I was going to use the same words. Yeah. Do you, not you personally, but do you think that as a whole, we are just saturating people with porn? Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah. We were, you know, me and Jake were talking about this the other day. We've got, I was talking about like, a, I won't mention names, but the fab 10, you know, like the same 10 guys that are popular and they're everywhere and you see them non stop. <laughs> and I think to myself, I was like, you know, sometimes I'm friends with a lot of these guys and I, I you know, I, I respect them. I love them. I appreciate them. But sometimes like I am tired of seeing them. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, if they are in demand, if people want to see them, then go ahead, put it out there, you know? Yeah. The, the thing is, when, when you put stuff out there so much, I feel like, and we're not even feeling the repercussions of it yet. First of all, we're not even feeling the repercussions of, um, I think we're going to get there soon, but the repercussions of how much porn there is out there. Mm-hmm. Like, there's definitely going to be a study soon that's like, oh, we fucked up a whole generation. Or, you know, a whole generation's a lot more loose and open about sexuality. It can go either way, I think. But, I don't know. Do you really think it's that bad? I feel like porn has always been something that people were interested in. Oh, of course, but not this much. I feel like... This is more... Oh, my God, like yeah. This? If you open... I, I can't go on Twitter without... Well, then again, I'm, I'm, I have nothing but Twitter, like, board friends on Twitter, so yeah. where I follow porn stars and stuff for studios and the occasional politician <laughs> but, but it's Great few and far between. yeah i know it's few and far between i just think knowing that only fans is out there knowing that there are 
I can't even, if I say tens of thousands, I don't even know if that's correct on OnlyFans and on Just for Fans. And then you have the studios that are like, oh, well, we got to keep up. Let's pump out two to three scenes every week. Eventually, not only is the studio going to suffer, but I think that people, you know, I don't want to say just this country, but a lot, there's a lot of people that don't, and it's not our responsibility, but there's a lot of people that don't know when to stop mm-hmm. eating, drinking, sure. every, and porn is one of those things. Like you have, like, how do you know who's going to stop you? Who's going to regulate it? Mm-hmm. Granted, we don't want to be regulated, not by the law at least, but sure. there has to be some kind of moderation. <laughs> you know, like I, I feel like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm on this kick. I'm yeah. on the kick of responsible porn or responsible sexuality, let's say, because we're doing porn but it's not like we're educating people on sex, like sexual education. But then again, it's not a responsibility. But it's also kind of like, okay, well, if I do this, maybe I should, you know, be a little educational or something. Sure. So I don't know. I struggle with that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I understand where you are coming from yeah. with that because it's it's also almost like you know, like I said, with the top guys, it's like it's almost like a revolving door. They're shooting out so much stuff that you're like, okay, they're shooting every day. I'm friends with one guy who literally his goal was to create something every day, whether it's with a duo or just mm. himself. He wants to post something every day. And I'm like, that's a lot. 365 videos. That's a lot. Yeah. If he, if you, if it's a year that yeah. he's doing that. Yeah. yeah. That is a lot. Considering studios put out stuff once a week. Yeah. For me, my mental health and my physical health are incredibly important to mm-hmm. me. And the moment that I start to feel um, worn out or stressed out or like it's, I just need to pull back a little yeah. bit and of course you, you know the more people you put you're into contact with the more at risk you are for catching things so it's, it's you've got to be yeah. really careful and that's that's where I'm at with it like I'll, I'm, I'm going to do this but I'm going to do it carefully mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and I don't want like a, I don't want to do 365 days here it works for my friend very you know happy for him but for me uh, you won't see that much out of yeah. it yeah <laughs> I just you know there's something to be said about less is more I really do think that you know I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see. Right? We'll see. Time will tell. <laughs> Time will tell. Yeah. But but another thing that goes with that, too, is he's going to have to outdo himself. You know, like he's going to have mm-hmm. to do two videos a day, if anything, God forbid. But where yeah. can you go after that? Like how much more? How much more can you do? Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, I think we, we may have touched it last time, but family and porn. Mm-hmm. How... How's your family situation with porn? Are they they're well aware? And- yeah, well, um, okay. I'll say my mom is aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of my friends are aware. Uh, you know, I came out to I came out uh, to another friend of mine who didn't necessarily know, and she was totally cool with it. So this is what happened. My mom, uh, for the longest time, thought that I was just a go go dancer, which was what I was doing. Mm-hmm. She didn't know that I had taken it a little bit farther, and you know, started performing in you know really important videos. And uh, then I started dating my boyfriend and his mom was aware of his career from the beginning. And we were getting closer and I had met his mom and I was like, oh my God, his mom is going to meet my mom one day. And if she finds out from my mom or, you know, if she, vice versa, if my mom finds out from his mom, there's going to be trouble. Mm. <laughs> so I had to come out. I told her, she kind of suspected it. It's funny because she said uh, she suspected it based on the uh, swimsuit that I chose to wear to my aunt's 4th of July uh, barbecue. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did it have a name on it? Or? No, it was just a regular old Speedo, but that to her screamed 
porn. Wow, really? Oh, she's very so, intuitive. Yeah, she's my a lot of mother. She's funny. Yes, <laughs> yeah. my mom is very funny. Man. <laughs> so I told her, and you know, she's okay with it. She would like something different for me, mm. but as she sees that I'm fine, she'll be fine. You know. Yeah. But every now and then she'll throw a little, you know, I think maybe you should try something else. You know, you could always be a doctor. <laughs> right. You know, and that's yeah. always the thing. And I'm like, really? You, you can always go now? back to school. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing, too. But, you know, like, <laughs> that's her mom. That's a mom. Yeah. That's her job. Tell me a little bit about your your relationship. You mentioned Jake before. Mm-hmm. Um, he's here and he'll jump on soon. <laughs> but yeah like tell me a little bit about you came did you meet did you, you guys met here we met on set at work okay. at, at california we were on set with norm mail mm-hmm. and uh we weren't booked together we just happened to be on set at the same time and we you know chatted between between scenes and then the next day we both came back and again we were supposed to be working with other people but you know sometimes schedules change and people's availability changes so we winded up working together and that was November of 2019. And at the time, I was living here in Vegas, and he was living in North, uh, in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of stayed in touch with each other. We followed each other on social media, but we weren't like pursuing anything serious. And then all of a sudden, last year, like last March, everything completely changed. Like we, he, he sent me a link to an interview that he had done, and it prompted me to call him back and be like, so... I see you're single now. <laughs> Maybe we should go out to dinner sometime. Based on what he was saying in the interview, I was like, wow. Like there was an attraction. There was something. There was chemistry. There was something. There was a spark even from the time that we met, but we just didn't pursue it. And then after that interview, I was like, okay, I want to pursue it. I don't care that he's on the other side of the country. You know, he's, I, I'm going to pursue this. I'm going to see what, what happens. And it turns out that we were supposed to be working together a couple of weeks after that conversation in L.A. So I was like, well, why don't you come to Vegas, you know, a little earlier, maybe a week earlier, a few days earlier, and then we'll drive to L.A. together. Hmm. And that's what he did. Very nice. And we've been (laughs) inseparable ever since. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm sorry. I still get a little emotional. No, that's awesome. That's all. That's a trip. Like, you know, like four hours in the car and then mm-hmm. you just like, you know, you hit it off. Yeah. Hawk, all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch out <laughs> and we're going to get Jake in here. All right. We're back to Demystifying Gay Porn. Ike Grande, Dylan Diaz. And joining us now is adult entertainer Jake Waters. Hello. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. I know you guys are here. You're together. And I was like... Do you think Jake would want to do it? And he's like, yeah, I know he's great with interviews. So this is perfect. And we were just talking about you. We were talking about how you guys met and got him emotional, which is awesome. Because, <laughs> well, that's good. That's love. I love that. Oh, gosh. Tell me a little bit about Dylan Diaz. What do you want to know? <laughs> There's a lot. Um, the very first thing I can say is extremely charismatic. Like, no matter what we're doing or where we're, where we're at, he'll always make sure that I'm okay. Like even if we're across a room or like we're shooting and somewhere else, he'll send me a text and say, are you okay? I love you. You know, knock him dead. He's and a hundred percent supportive no matter what I do. And I have a lot of insecurities going into this business. And he's like, no, you'll, you look great. You're fine. You'll be fine. You know, if I've recommended you to all these different studios to work with, you're, you're going to be great. But in my own head, I'm like, no, I am 
I'm five foot five. Nobody wants to see me. I'm not attractive. Mm. But it's all in my head. I have this vision of what I what I think I should look like. And but when I look in the mirror, I don't see it. But then when the photographer takes my picture and shows it to me, it's like, okay, there he is. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready to go now. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that, it's crazy what we do to ourselves. We're our own worst enemies when it comes to that stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, you're absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. (laughs) Whenever I hear hear models, they're always like, I look fat or I feel fat. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, you look great, okay? And take the compliment. Joel, someone is right. Take the fucking compliment. No, yeah, you guys guys are awesome. I think uh, I follow you guys on social media. Uh, beautiful pictures. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So tell me about the ride up, like the ride up from Las Vegas to get to Normail uh, for your shoot. It was interesting. So like he said that I sent him the interview, I have no idea why I sent it to him. He wasn't, it's not like we were talking two or three days beforehand. I just sent it to him. And then the interview is probably about 45 minutes long. As soon as the interview ended, like before I can look at my phone, 45 minutes later, he gives me a call. And it's like, Hey, why don't you come out to Vegas? I'm like, no, I can't. The next thing I know is on a flight, he picks me up and he picks me up and he's wearing this tight maroon shirt, these jeans that could stop traffic. <laughs> and I'm literally in awe because, you know, I haven't seen him in you know almost a year when the pandemic and since we filmed. And I'm just like, I don't remember him looking this good. So <laughs> I never told you this though, but <laughs> I was nervous because I didn't know what was going to happen. I wasn't looking for a relationship. I wasn't sure if this would be a relationship. I lived in Kansas City. He's in Vegas. Well, but something told me just to take a chance. So I did. So we drove out to Los Angeles to shoot. The entire ride, we got to know each other. We really started talking. I was like, you know what? We're both adults. If it doesn't work out, we can still remain friends or we don't have to speak to each other. It's, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, but let's see where this goes. If you don't like something that I'm doing, I'd rather you tell me than you know, hold it in. And then I find out two years down the road, you never liked X, Y, and Z. We're, you know, of a certain age. Well, I'm 41 now. God, that sounds so old. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute, really? Yes. <laughs> Hell no. I'm like, I'm like, oh, he's 25, 26. I did not rob the cradle. Get the He's fuck. an old ass man too. <laughs> I have I have affinity. I have affinity because um I don't care what anybody says, all these younger guys. I've had more I've I've had better shoots with guys in their like mid thirties, late thirties, forties. These younger guys can't hold a candle to, to a lot of these guys that are like a little older. They know what they want. They don't need to look at a camera to jerk off while the, you know, there's beautiful men all around yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Make use of it. Wow. So 41, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, you look great. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So we got to, we really got to know each other. We started talking. And this, the more time that we spent, the, the more I was really attracted to him. And, he was the first person, first first person of color that I've actually dated and had a connection to when we were able to relate on so many things where I didn't have to explain to somebody else, like, this is how I feel because of X, Y, and Z reason. We can just look at each other and be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Let's talk in the car. Yes. Yeah. That, and then, um, so that was, so he... I sent him the interview on March 3rd. So we'll say that was like our official, we're, we're dating. I was on the plane on the 12th 
And by the 15th, I told him that I loved him. Yeah. And truly meant it. And I don't know what came over me, but it was just something that I, I said and I meant it. I m- didn't mean to say it at the time because it's only <laughs> been like three days. <laughs> but it was just, there was just something there. Yeah. And it's not left. Yeah. It's just grown. It's just grown. Mm-hmm. And even then at that moment, like I was, you know, one of, I think one of the reasons that I, why that really touched me was that I have had a history of moving very quickly myself. Uh, and so when he did that, when he said that, it didn't feel wrong to me. I was like, wait, no, I finally found someone who's got the same problem I have. Like now our, I've got someone who's our problems, you know, match each other. <laughs> well, also, I mean, if if you have a history of doing that now, a little older, you kind of know what you want, mm-hmm. and if you exactly. see it, mm-hmm. you're just like, okay, well, fuck, let's go for it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That really is. Damn. So that probably did. You guys were you shooting together, or um, were you just going to the same shoot? We were going to the same shoot, but we were completely different scenes. Okay. What What's that like? What's What is it like being in a relationship? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I can uh, so being in a relationship with someone who's in the adult industry, so we're both in it. This question has been asked many a times. Um, it's interesting because I don't get jealous. I was like, I know where he is, what he's doing, and it's work. Mm-hmm. It's literally if he were to put on a suit and tie and walk out the door and go to a, a job, it's literally doing the same thing. I mean, he just packs a porn bag and walks out the door. And then he knows I'm doing the exact same thing. And at any time, we told this to each other, if any time you're filming with someone and you catch feelings for that person, let me know. Which, as you know, well, I don't know, as you know, but it just does not happen. <laughs> it's very rare that it happens. Really, really, really very rare. That that oh, I've seen it. <laughs> You've seen it? Oh, I've seen it, yeah. I, I haven't really seen it a lot. This is the only time I've ever caught feelings. Well, Other than that, it's like, yeah, they're, yeah, but, they're cool, they're attractive, but... But you were single at the time. Yeah. I've seen, I've absolutely seen situations where I'm not, not, no bad, nothing. I'm just saying like, I have seen it. So that's why I'm always curious, but that was a really good answer. You're absolutely right. It's work. Um, and the fact that you can say, if you catch feelings, yeah. if you start feeling this way, let's talk about communication. it. Communication. Yeah. Communication and honesty are really big because for this type of thing. We have to be able to speak to each other and say exactly what's on our minds. Yeah. Say yeah. what we're feeling. For me, I get really excited. I enjoy, this is a surprise for me. I enjoy seeing him with other people. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. There's a word for that. Um, I can't remember what it, aspersion, aspersion or something yeah. like that. It's when you watch your partner either fucking or getting fucked by somebody else. Not cucked, because you're not necessarily getting yeah. cucked. It's it's a little different. But the joy of watching it's that... It's exciting to watch. Yeah. It's fun to watch. Not for me. No? It's the complete opposite for me. Really? I don't... I know what he's doing, and I, it's not that I don't get excited. It's just... If I'm... We we had a friend come over, and I filmed, I filmed some content with um, Pierce. Pierce Paris. Okay. And... He's like, do you want me to record it? My, it's, I don't even think he got the full question. I was like, no. Mm-hmm. He's like, why? I feel guilty having him in the room when I'm with somebody else. Because, again, I'm in my head. If I'm enjoying this particular person mm. doing things to me that he may not be doing, is he going to start questioning, oh, I'm not doing this right. Oh, he's enjoying that so much more yeah. than what 
within what I can do for him. But and I told him this, and I was like, I, I just don't want. We all know Pierce Paris. Pierce Paris is not a little guy, yeah. so it hits differently, it do, and it that's does. totally okay. And so having that conversation with him made me feel a little bit more comfortable, especially after what he just said. He's like everyone has something different and everyone's going to bring something different to the table. So I don't have everything. So someone may and be it's able to totally help. okay for you to enjoy what someone else has to offer. As long as you bring your ass home to me at the end of the night. <laughs> that, that's right. That's right. You know, I, I think about that a lot too, because, um, I'm not in an open relationship. However, I start to question cause I know, you know, as people, as humans, we're not going to be the only person that is going to bring, uh, you can't make one person happy with there's fantasies, there's fetishes, yeah. there's kinks. There's so much stuff yeah. that goes into it. And it's really idealistic. I think to think that you're going yeah. to be able to provide this to everybody. So if you're having fun with it and you've got permission, like, yeah. you know, you've got all of it. That's, that's amazing. I think that's, that's great. It doesn't get any better than that. You don't no, have to sneak I, around. I'm in my, yeah. I think it's part of growing up in the Midwest. I'm still stuck in that little bubble sometimes mm. and saying that this is my boyfriend. This is the only person I'm supposed to be with, but yet I don't want him to think I'm lusting after all these other people. And like, I have my my, my checklist and it's going off and it's checking. Well, I do have a checklist, but it's not that I'm <laughs> But I'm not actively going after like if someone calls me up and says, Hey, would you like to shoot content? First off, I let me see who you are first, because I don't know everyone. Do you have a recent test? Because I'll be damned if you give me something. Because mm. then I'm out for two weeks. Now you don't you impacted my wallet. Mm-hmm. We're not friends no more. <laughs> <laughs> and then um and then it's like then I go talk to him, hey, so and so asked to do content. Do you know who this person is? If not, we look him up together. I'm like, okay, it, it seems cool. If he's got an issue with it, then it automatically comes off my table. And then it's like, same. Or we'll Which have a conversation cool. with him. Yeah. What, what is the issue? And I just don't know him. Okay, well, let's get to know this particular person. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. you know, we've had a couple of people who've asked us to do group stuff. I'm like, uh, my comfort level is not quite there yet. Like, we're talking eight, nine people. I'm like, mm, that's too many people for me. That's- <laughs> yeah. That's, I think, a uh, loss of concentration. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Too many people, too many dicks, too many asses. Know, it's a lot. Just, it's a lot. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about how you got started in porn. Um, after my uh, relationship ended, I had uh, Chishi LaRue's number. I, someone gave it to me years ago. I'm like, you, you would be great in porn. And I'm like, whatever. You're just saying that. And then so um, I was like sitting, I was sitting in my office at work or at home. And I was like, you know what? Let me just text this number. So I texted, I was like, Hey, is this Chichi LaRue? And she replied back and we started having a conversation. Next thing I know, I was on a flight to LA and I was like, Oh, this is cool. And I get there. And now my very first time on set, I am mesmerized by the lights and the camera and all these different people in the house and everything that's going on and she she's sitting down with me and telling me all the do's and don'ts and i hear nothing what she's saying because <laughs> i mean all these thoughts like, muffled. like all these yeah. things are running through my head she's sitting here talking and then this one walks in the front door and i just watch him cross the room as he's saying hi to everyone and and i completely blacked out after that but then it was so 
my very first team scene scene was with um Deb Trez. Okay. And everyone Oof. was like, How was that? How was that? I said, yeah. I don't remember. Well that's good. I honestly don't remember because there was just so much information thrown at me all at once. And they're like, Okay, and action. Then it was over. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all I remember. Damn. Yeah. I've gone back and I watched previews of the scene. I've never watched the full scene. I've never watched any of my scenes. He doesn't like to watch his No. Work. I don't like the sound of my own voice. So it's real weird to go back and watch. And I was like, I was there. I know what happened. Yeah. Well, true. But sometimes it's hot. Right? Do you watch your own? Do you watch your own? I watch my own all the time. (laughs) And I pleasure myself to it. Yeah. I watch his work as well. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think. It's just me. It's just seeing myself on screen. I was like, okay, I've seen it. I'll watch the previews. Yeah. Okay. Those are great. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, look, you guys are going to do a, uh, what is it? A four-way? Yeah. So who's what's going on? Explain it to me. Tops, bottoms, what's Well, I'm versatile. Just, so okay. whatever happens happens today. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm 100% a bottom. Oh, okay. I mean, I I've done first work, but I prefer to bottom. Okay. Well, shoot. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so well, we're going to have fun. Yeah, yeah, you guys are going to have fun. I have to thank you both. You guys are both um well, you're the first time I've had a couple, but also um Two guests at the same time. Oh, yeah, so I appreciate it. I absolutely do. Well, thank you. Thank you yeah. for having us. And we're Likewise. glad that we could be your first. Yeah, I, I am looking forward to Your first to threesome. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is the point in the interview where I need to know, if people want to find you, where do they go? Well, on my uh, Twitter account is the best place to go. It's Dylan Diaz 11, no spaces, and the number 11. Um, and then from there, you'll find everything else. But it's also the same on my Twitter, my um, f- uh, fan page, my what is it? Only Face- fans. F- Where am I getting my social media? Only fans and fans only. Just for fans. Just for fans. <laughs> <laughs> There's, yeah, There's so many at this point. It's all Dylan Diaz 11. And if you hit me up on Twitter, you'll see the link to get to everything. So. The link tree? Mm, yes. Do you have one of those? I do okay. have a link tree. Yeah. So okay. find that link tree and you'll find me. My Instagram, Twitter, and OnlyFans is Jake underscore Waters XX. Jake underscore Waters XX. Keep it simple. Guys, this is Demystifying Gay Porn. We are on every podcast directory. We are on YouTube, um, TikTok, Instagram, um, I don't know, Google. What? Spotify. Yeah, well, that's a podcast directory. So, um, But yeah, you can find us anywhere. Uh, if you like what we're doing, please click like and subscribe. Very, very necessary. You know, it's one of the... It's, it's a different world now. Oh, yeah. You know, and you need, oh, yeah. you need people to like and subscribe. So do that. Again, uh, Dylan Diaz, Jake Waters, Ike Grande, your host. And if you watch gay porn, I've helped you get off, and so have they. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Bye. Oof.